Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. Good morning to your listeners. So, Andrew, you've done a little bit of research from us from your own perspective as a councillor. I know it's harder when you're a member of a government party because people will come back and say, well, look, you guys sh- should be sorting things out. You're part of the government. Regardless of what party you're in at the moment, it's a crisis, isn't it? How big an issue is it for you as a councillor in North Wexford, Andrew? Oh, it's huge, Alan. I'd say 80 to 90% of my work as a councillor is in relation to housing queries, um, which just shows the volume of the issue that we're dealing with here. And something that's been cropping up quite recently is that more landlords are leaving the market, which they're entitled to do. Uh, and in a perfect world, this would be fine because it would give an opportunity for a family to buy the house that becomes free. Um, but in today's world, the reality is that due to the shortage of housing uh, and the housing supply, it means that the people in the house are at risk of becoming homeless um, because there is that huge increased pressure on the rental market. And if these people are half tenants, uh, if I make representations on their behalf to Exeter County Council, uh, I'm being told that the only advice is that they have to find a private rental accommodation. And if this continues, uh, emergency accommodation in County Wexford will be under serious pressure. And how much pressure is it under at the moment in Gorey, in that in that area? Um, it's under it's under quite a bit of pressure. I think there are some some, some beds still available, but we don't want people to get to that stage. Um, but for example, if I could give you a flavour of the housing issues in North Wexford, I'm finding that it's people who are half tenants, but also people uh, who are not half tenants, not on social housing lists, who are above the threshold, uh, who are really suffering th- with this. So, for example, um, there's a property on Daft.ie now, and it's the only property available to rent in Gorey Town, and it's €1,800 a month. When that was first put up, uh, it was put up for, I think, maybe two hours, it was €1,600. And I just don't know how anyone can afford that, whether you're uh, a half-tenant or whether you're uh, just looking for rented privately. Yeah. In relation to half-tenants, uh, in Wexford, a couple uh, or one adult with one child is entitled to €530 Euro a month. But just over the border, 10 minutes away in Wicklow, they're entitled to €1,150. Why is that, why and is that Andrew? Do you know why that is the case? The I think it's probably in relation to North Wicklow being the close proximity to uh, to, to Dublin, but I think it is being reviewed. Um, but essentially still, uh, the, the prices uh, are because of a shortage in supply. And I think... I've painted quite a doom and gloom situation here, and unfortunately that is the reality of it, but I think we have to look outside the box for solutions. Uh, And I think that there's no short-term solution. I think one of the long-term solutions could be modular homes. Uh, For example, many Scandinavian countries uh, have built these type of homes. They're made in a factory and they're delivered on site. And we'll be hoping to do this in our affordable housing site in Ramsford in Gorey. And I think... There's a number of benefits to this. So once a modular home is set in its foundation, it can't be moved. Uh, they don't have to be factory line type houses or, or off a plan. They can be changed from house to house. Um, what's interesting is, and very important for the current crisis that we deal with, they're 50% faster to build than your normal house. Right. Uh, and the builders will come on site and assemble and finish the home uh, on the site. What, 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 what's, what, what material is using them? Uh, I think wood is using them, um, but I think the, the, that we have to explore these options because yeah. we're at a sore pinching point now with housing. It, it's not perfect. Obviously, we would like to build the, the normal type house, 
But I do think that it's a fast and cost-effective way of building, uh, and I think it's something we, that we need to address. Right. I, I heard of these... Uh, I, don't, I didn't hear the word modular used, but I heard of something similar. Oh, this is going back maybe 10 years or so. Uh, but we seem to be going around in circles in this whole housing issue at the moment, don't we? You know, uh, is, is it going to figure high on the agenda of the council meeting next Monday? Oh, housing always is the, the most contentious topic, and, and as it should be, because as I said, uh, 80-90% of my work is in relation to housing, and I'm sure other councillors are the same. Uh, that's the most important topic for an, an issue for people on the ground, I feel, at the moment. And also something that needs to be addressed is that um, we need to look at one- and two-bed houses as well. Yeah. Uh, if I if I was to, to make a, an educated guess, I would suggest that the census would show that the family home figuration has changed, that it's not your usual mother and father at home with the family. Uh, nowadays, modern families are multidimensional, uh, and it's even more difficult right now to get a house yeah. Uh, if you are single or a previous relationship is broken down. As a matter of interest, that, that property you mentioned there, €1,800 Euro per month, what is that? Uh, I don't want you to be over-specific, but is it two up, two down? What is it? Uh, I'm not fully sure of the details of it because there's, there's actually no photo on it as well, but it's just, just a general property here in Gorey. I don't think it's... €1,800 Euro per month, yeah. Yes, which is, I mean, how can how can any young right. couple or even elderly couple, how can anyone afford that single person that's just... Yeah. It's way out of, of anyone's reach in fairness. Yeah, I mean, you've made a suggestion. Like Sometimes people say people talk about it and they make suggestions. You've actually made a suggestion today. Whether people agree or disagree with you, you've made one about these modular homes. Love to get the reaction from the morning mix listeners of what you suggested there, even if, if it be a temporary solution to a, an ongoing problem. But before I round off my chat with you, Andrew, I also asked you to look at the whole area of antisocial behaviour, which you have done for me. What have you come up with? Because we got texts in from listeners who are... Who are and we, I I asked him, Gareth, she called her for advice, which they gave me yesterday. From your perspective, has it been brought to your attention quite a lot in North Wexford at the moment? It is at certain points, certainly, yes. And the last thing that I was made aware of in relation to antisocial behaviour, uh, and this lady won't mind me mentioning her name, Bernie O'Hara in Clonatton, uh, there had been a bit of low-level antisocial behaviour around her house, and that's caused her quite some, some fear. And uh, she even went out to try and address the issue with these people, and uh, she ended up injuring herself and, and these are vulnerable in our, in our communities and it's causing hardship to them so i suppose my view on antisocial behavior is that you can never stop it but i do believe that you can curtail it it's quite difficult uh from a garda point of view to gather evidence for this type of crime you have antisocial behavior warnings civil warnings meeting with parents but as i said this is so difficult to comply with because you can't get the evidence so Again, I've tried to look at uh, the future, tried to take out that crystal ball, and I think there's a number of things that we could do to try and reduce antisocial behaviour. First is education, so get into the schools and, and teach our young people the importance of community and looking after the vulnerable in our communities like yeah. we did during COVID-19. Yeah. I think communities for young people is essential, and encouraging parents to engage their children with the supports and, and the clubs in the area for example, Gory Youth Needs are fantastic support in North Wexford for young people to come in and, and have a bit of crack. That's what yeah. young people want, Alan. Yeah. And I think um, that I recently spoke to a group of young people and they told me that they feel that there's nothing for them to do and, and they're kind of hanging around the streets. And right. we need to address that as politicians and, and as communities. It's very important. Okay. On the policing side of things, we have community policing units set up in North Wexford now in Gory. 
Uh, I'm a big believer in more Garda numbers. I think I've spoken to you on this program about that in the past. Mm-hmm. But we can't have Garda on every street corner. Yeah. But what what is suggested and what has been done worldwide is uh, events that bring the, the 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 guards to the community. So, for example, yeah, the public guard stations. Yeah, Andrew, yeah. I'm sorry, I, I have to to to, cut, to to stop this interview now because we have to head to the news. But you raised a number of very interesting points there. Let's pull it out to the morning mix listeners. Do they agree or, or disagree with you? Just very briefly, how is that lady? You say she injured herself when she went to because uh, the advice is you contact and guard as you call. You do not engage with people who are causing antisocial behaviour. Is she okay? I, I think she's recovering now, yeah. She's a very right. brave lady, and uh, we'll yeah. say hello to her there today. She, she'll be listening in. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views.